2: You will
3: Come on. want
0: to Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you will learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. Breaking news: We're going on tour.
1: Breaking, breaking, breaking.
0: WhoWeeklyUs, click live, get tickets to see us all over the country. Well, in a few places all over the country. Get tickets; it'll be fun. Actual breaking news, Lindsay. I know we were going to talk about Milo Ventimiglia and Celery Salt, but really quickly, did you see this headline on People this morning?
1: Cameron Diaz explains why she's not attracted to husband Benji Madden's twin, Colin, they're not the same.
0: <laughs> we are playing who knows who better. I'm Benji. I'm Joel. We're from the Banggood, Charlotte. Let's play. And so I was like, well, what's the full quote? Because you have to see the full quote. And the full quote is, they're not the same. They're very different, Diaz said. Even though they're twins, they're very, very different. Obviously.
3: <laughs>
1: please stop asking me if I'm attracted to my husband's brother. Like out of context, <laughs> that's weird to ask. And please stop. Are Joel and Benji Madden them's or something? Is that a thing? I
0: I don't know. I feel like people would argue that they're them's, like but I'm them. I am not Like Nicole Richie
1: has like fallen into hootam.
0: We just don't want to talk about it. But no one's talking about it. And now we said it. That's like the one. And
1: now we said it. And now we said it. Okay.
0: And now we said it. Nicole Richie, who. Both i mean Madden think about it moved. she
1: like after us n- not a blip
0: her hair caught fire and no one cared
1: i mean we did <laughs>
0: it's true i did i triggered a lot of people with that fire extinguisher conversation a lot of people calling in saying like we need fire extinguishers so i
1: don't want to ever
0: hear those calls
1: because it's going to be like bobby was right you need to have a fire extinguisher and then i have to like, go get a fire extinguisher not <laughs>
0: me Not on my watch. I'm going to bring one to your house. I'm busy. I'm going to bring one to your house. (laughs)
1: I'm literally busy. Unless it's like the cutest little fire extinguisher, like a pocket (laughs) fire extinguisher, I don't want it in here.
0: A light bulb just went off in some like enterprising young general Zer's brain where they're like, I'm going to start a young person's fire extinguisher company and they're going to be chic and you can Instagram them and you can get different colors to match your kitchen.
1: It's Nicole Richie is such a who that we end up talking about fire extinguishers more than her.
3: Nicole Richie's 40th birthday was
1: lit. Uh, That's hot. No, literally, she accidentally set herself on fire. I'm just being me.
0: We can't have this boring conversation any longer because we have to have an exciting one about Mila Ventimiglia speaking passionately about salad dressing.
2: And it sounds ridiculous. People don't think like, oh, you make a salad, but like dressings from scratch and from nothing, you think it's simple, but it's not. Different salts, different seasonings. I mean, if you like switch things up and go from like a basic salt to a celery salt to a smoked salt, it changes your perspective throw pistachios in there, but they're like smoked pistachios versus like a heated pistachio. It's even like way more different. Or totally flip it on, on his head and do something different with like mustard seed and like a light uh, rice vinegar. You really can do an amazing salad dressing. And that's the thing, when people like pick up a meal, they're like, oh wow, this salad is amazing. You're like, yes.
1: Yeah, you have to note that it's literally playing this, con- this like, oh, this conversation that he's having as a, as a voiceover over video of him posing for a photo shoot.
0: In a kitchen. And
1: people tv posted this this week but it's old it's from 2017 it's from the people's hottest sexiest man alive from 2017. They're clearly resurfacing in honor of the Mm -hmm. upcoming People's Sexiest Man crowning.
0: But in 2017, when Milo was among the other sexiest men, he wasn't the sexiest man. He was uh, one of the sexiest men. He was a sexiest man. A sexy man. So his angle, people was like, what's the Milo angle? Milo angle? Milo? Milo? What's the Milo angle? And they were like, cooking. It's definitely cooking. And they were like, what do you cook? And he was like, salad dressings. Right, and he mentions, so salad he mentions
1: making salad like many times in different interviews, which I found really funny.
0: The original video that this is clipped from, from 2017, is captioned or headlined, This Is Us star Milo Ventimiglia can even make salads sound sexy. I'll argue that they don't sound sexy in this video. They sound like salad dressings.
1: Fab wrote about this in 2017. It says, why are Ryan Seacrest and Milo Ventimiglia talking about salads on the Golden Globes red carpet? Question mark. What do you like to what do you like to
2: whip up, though? Um, Oh, man, I'm a big salad guy, funny enough. I like salads. How do you cook a good salad? It's not about What's, cooking. It's about oh, like making a good salad. I always find that keeping the lettuce crisp and cool makes for a really that nice... as well, but don't be afraid to put, like, smoked nuts in there. Don't be afraid to put a little, uh, uh, like, feta cheese crumble in there. But you got to pair it with the right salts and vinegars. and my, Milo it's and Ryan. This it. is Milo and Ryan locker room talk if you're just joining us right now. Yeah, very <laughs> exciting talking about salad. Oh, my God.
1: It's kind of a good bit, actually. He's like... They're like, Hey, how are you? What's it like working with Mandy Moore? He's like, Well, to make a good salad, I recommend smoked nuts, crumbled feta, and the right salt. And celery salt. And they're like, No, we meant Mandy Moore. He's like, Yes, crispy lettuce. Make sure you wash it twice, you know, just to get it. Get the stuff off. (laughs) Maybe he's going for the Paul Newman thing. What are you crying about? It's not that funny not that funny. It's kind of uh, funny. But even
0: in the... What I also think is really funny, so in the audio of people's video, or in the interview portion, he's talking about salads, and uh-huh. they're making salads sound sexy. But in the actual photo shoot, he's making pasta, so I feel like it's funny that, like, pasta is the actual... set, Like, visually, pasta's sexy, but, like, you can't make a salad sexy, like, eating it, because it's like it's crunchy, crunchy and, and it's weird, weird. there's yeah. no slurpy. you don't use your lips in any there's sort no of like Slurpee. sexy way <laughs> so they're like milo i know that you think salads are sexy but like on the pages of people like we're gonna need some pasta you're gonna need to slurp some spaghetti and the sauce is gonna need to be red.
3: for years you've seen paul
0: newman undressing
1: <laughs> now you can see paul newman dressing Burger King introduces Newman's own all-natural salad dressings in six great recipes on four great salads. So come to Burger King for a salad dressed better than the guy who created the
0: dressing. To give you a salad dressed like no one else, sometimes you've got to break the rules. I want to talk about the Tonys because...
1: Do you? I know you didn't watch them. I mean,
0: I've never wanted to talk about the Tonys, but I think it is really funny to get to be the only nominee in a category and there still be tension with regards to whether or not you're going to win.
1: This year, the Tonys really felt like some guy Tony only saw these plays and musicals because there just weren't that many. And also they were like a year ago, you know? Moulin Rouge like won every award. The musical that Tony saw a few times, Moulin Rouge, in the category of like best performance or whatever. So apparently Aaron debates like the the Susan Lucci. And is that a reference that anyone cares about anymore of Tony's? It means you
0: are due to win one, but you haven't won one.
1: Remember she won. She was in the right. bathroom.
0: Yes. So no, that was Christine Lottie. Christine Lottie was in the bathroom.
1: Okay. Well, do we, is there a more mm-hmm. modern reference to somebody who hasn't won that finally wins or no? Is it still Susan Lucci? That
0: we Amy choose? Adams, but she never won. But she
1: didn't win. So what are you, you can't even, and she's not winning for Dear Evan Hansen.
0: <laughs> She's waving bye-bye through the window, I'll tell you that Mike. <laughs>
1: bye-bye to her Oscar, right. Bye-bye. It... <laughs> <laughs> bye-bye. Okay. Anyways, Aaron, bye-bye. Aaron Tveit was the only nominated person in his category. <laughs> he was the only one. It was just him. What
0: I don't understand. So I was how trying did to figure t- this out. I, I need to call
1: a... Tony because I'm still not sure how the Tonys work. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I found the story from October 2020, okay? And when the, the when the awards were announced when the nominations were announced and it says tony award snubs what ifs and that strange case of Aaron tevate and they're talking about how weird it is that he's the only nominee and they're like well i guess the tony nominations committee like didn't like any other performances i was like was it the how only show that, that came even out make sense they just didn't want to nominate anyone else in the category uh, but just because you're the only nominee apparently that doesn't mean you're a shoe in for the prize you still have to get 60 percent of the votes which he did receive so yeah. i guess that's good
1: I guess, but I'm still like, what? (laughs) Like like he had to get up there and accept the award knowing that he was the only one nominated. That's crazy.
0: I mean, this is what I'm, I'm quoting Deadline. It says, perhaps nominators didn't want to give the appearance of diving to pad a category in a year when the well of eligible offerings was so shallow. Or maybe they just weren't that impressed with anything Percy. So I guess the Percy Lightning Thief musical also came out. So they are basically saying there were no other good performances. In lead actor musical category, I find that hard, which I find to, hard believe. to believe. Anyways, anyway, he so won. he won. Aaron Tveit. He was in Catch Me If You Can. I don't know musicals, but apparently he's been—he's been, he's no, he's been, been uh, in like every single musical. He's been in everything. People love him, and he finally won, and he cried. And I'm sure you're gonna play a clip of his acceptance speech.
1: Am I? Am I?
0: <laughs> I'm not sure. I guess we'll see. Thank you. First of all, thank you to the American Theatre Wing
2: and the Broadway League of Producers, all the nominees, all the voters, uh, nominators. And the voters. Um.
0: <laughs> okay, enough about Tony and the Tonys.
1: Shawn Mendes showed up at a SoulCycle class in New York to talk about climate change, but then people were just Mm -hmm. mad that he didn't do the SoulCycle.
0: Mm -hmm. Like, there are all these... He didn't do it. He just talked.
1: There were all these people who were like, I signed up for a SoulCycle class that I thought was Shawn Mendes-themed, but actually it meant that Shawn Mendes was there. (laughs) Like, they were confused by the, like, description on the
0: thing. I'm here to talk about your carbon footprints. What's up? It's Shawn Mendes. I'm here at SoulCycle right now with
3: Flo. We're kicking off Climate Week, and it's going
0: to be awesome. He posed... I mean, he did some work. He posed next to the merch... Soul Cycle is back. SoulCycle is back, so I don't know. Be conscious of your of your carbon footprint and also please stream Cinderella on Amazon Prime video. You gotta play the TikTok. Here's the TikTok.
3: Sean Mendes came to my SoulCycle class to talk about climate change. He said he was too nervous to ride because he hurt it really hard. He showed us that he's working on being more flexible, but can't touch his toes yet. He was so nice and very friendly.
0: I like don't know how to feel about the TikTok voice. It's like you can't just narrate your own thing. We're really handing off narration to this like horrible AI voice. He showed on, us why can't he's this working just on do being
1: it? more flexible. Yeah, best
0: surprise ever. It makes me I hate it. it.
1: Makes my skin crawl at this point.
0: What we need is for the AI voice to get a new, you know. Cadence, Timber, we need a new AI voice that sounds like
3: this.
1: So yesterday we went to the super low-key hidden gem called Lucien because we heard it just so fucking good. So obviously, we'll be the judge of that. You're welcome. If they <laughs> replace the TikTok voice with the VIP list girls, that would make my fucking life. Talk about a niche <laughs> TikTok. The
0: VIP list girls should just like I wanna pay this person to narrate my TikToks.
1: I would love the idea. It's like if she was narrating your like a day in your life, it's like if you're in NYC, you have to watch Bobby play this video game for 4 hours. If you're if you've never fucking seen him stream this video game, you're a fucking loser and where have you been? <laughs> Next, walk to the coffee shop to get one coffee and stand in line for 15 minutes and get mad about it. Then, when you're done, <laughs> the best part of TikTok was when the VIP girls started getting the backlash of people making fun of the VIP girls and mm-hmm. Then I was like, I found my people. If you've never been to Carbone, you're a fucking loser. Okay.
0: Speaking of of fucking losers, (gasps) the not hot chain smoker was, quote, all over girls at an NYC party, which sounds about right.
1: Page six exclusive. A spy said. That the singer 31 and the DJ who's Diplo were filming were were flirting, were flirting with various women during their time there. Drew was definitely having a great time and trying to hook up with every girl our insider shared. It looks like he was successful. As we're told, Taggart left with some tech billionaires, including Mikey Hess, and definitely brought home some of the girls. The gals? The quote said gals. Okay. Is am I the quote? <laughs>
0: Taggart's rep did not immediately return Page Six's request for comment, probably because they were like, hey, was your not-hot client taking home some of the gals last night? Like, what are you supposed to say to that? This I would love to have be read in the VIP list of voice. (laughs) Julia was
1: definitely having a great time and trying to hook up with every girl. (laughs) And then they went to Carbone. (laughs) And if you've never been to Carbone, you should kill yourself. (laughs) Oh, Uh,
0: Sorry. It looks like he was successful. As we're told, Taggart left with some tech billionaires, including Mikey Hess and definitely brought home. <laughs>
1: and they ate the bread. If you've never had the bread, you have to have the
0: bread. I would literally eat this cheese with every fucking meal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Other notable partiers at the palace that that night were Ansel Elgord's <laughs> on-again, off-again girlfriend, <laughs> ballet dancer, Violetta Comichon. If you're leading with Violetta, which who I love, I love Violetta, I'm a stan, but... If you're leaving with Violetta, then you know that nobody was there. And the stars of H.O. Max's Gossip Girl reboot. Yesterday we went to Carbone for the first
3: time. I know, shocking. I really wish I could say it isn't worth the hype, but I'm sorry. The food is mind-blowing. The bread and mozzarella. Have you ever had warm, fresh mozzarella? So
0: Linda Evangelista was in the news. This is actually very sad, but we haven't heard from her in a while. And she spoke out against cool sculpting. Because it apparently, like, basically ruined her life.
3: Well, the
1: thing about cool sculpting is that it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, ev- everyone is, like, does it work? Does it work? Does it work? But does it work? Does it work? Mm-hmm. Like, you see it everywhere.
0: Because it sounds too good to be true. It sounds, like, it sounds like science fiction. It your fat
1: and it shrinks. Honestly? Yes. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, it sounds great. Didn't also Deborah Messing do like a bunch of cool sculpting ads? I just remember stand up. Every time you go to the dermatologist there's like a cardboard cut up or there was a cardboard cutout of Deborah Messing promoting cool sculpting.
3: Well, now that I've done it, my advice to my friends and I guess to you <laughs> is to try cool sculpting. I mean, it's it's really remarkable. It's remarkable because it's fast and it's safe and it works and you can just go in and pop out and go about your life.
1: I mean, who wouldn't want that? And, and Linda Evangelista, she's a model, et cetera, et cetera. You know, the, you, Bobby doesn't know it, but you guys all know the quote. Fit, you're beautiful, them. you look like Linda Evangelista, you're a model. But Linda Evangelista, who is a model, she did cool sculpting and apparently, what's so fucked up about cool sculpting is like in 0.0001% of the time, but still enough time to be an issue. Cool sculpting, what happens is the thing that's supposed to happen, the opposite happens. Yes. Which I find very, like, not funny, but funny, interesting in terms of like, it's fucked up that the thing that can go wrong with cool sculpting is the opposite happening versus other things happening. Like,
0: The worst case scenario isn't that it doesn't work. It's that it does the opposite of what you want it to do.
1: Or like maybe you do cool sculpting and it like sculpts you, but then you bleed from your ass for like a month, right? And they're like, oh, yikes! like that sucks. And 0.001% of the time, um, your face is skinnier, but your ass bleeds. And that's yikes. But instead, Mm -hmm. it's like something more even more distressing, which is, oh, instead of my face getting skinnier, it gets fatter because the opposite reaction happens. And it has a name in Mm -hmm. everything.
0: Yeah, it's called paradoxical adipose hyperplasia.
1: I read a story on Reddit and it was like some woman said, "Oh, I bought the cool sculpting machine from Russia or oh something." No.
0: Oh, And no. she, she said did it she... to herself,
1: "Yeah, and she gave herself fucking frostbite on her face." No. So Linda Evangelista Came out and said, I did this thing. You know, I'm, I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses. All these other older models are like, everyone's like, wow, she looks the same. You know, Cindy Crawford mm-hmm. and Naomi. Naomi and Naomi Campbell. All of them. Of so for, she yeah. did it and it did the opposite. And she's like, fuck this. I'm suing the shit out of them. Like, mm-hmm. they will pay.
0: Yeah. And I she says that pay. she wasn't made aware that this was even a risk. Anyway, it's a it's a sad story and people are coming out and saying like, you know, this was very courageous of you to do this. Good job, Linda Evangelista. In less dark news, Jacob Alordi is simply too tall. That's why he doesn't get as many acting gigs as perhaps someone shorter than him would.
1: That is literally not true. But okay. Like that is just not true, but go off whoever said that. Whoever I mean,
0: said that. It is true that celebrities that actors are t- tend to not be over, you know, six feet tall they tend to be in the five foot range you know but i I don't think someone would say we're not going to cast you because you're too tall there's
1: no way in hell sorry not to you know diminish (laughs) not to diminish the issues of tall people sorry but this is not the issue of tall people if jacob lordy was like it's hard for me to sit on an airplane my knees hurt um i tower over my girlfriends and that's uncomfortable for photos sometimes i get cut (laughs) off in photos it's like okay fine but this, mm-hmm. no, no.
0: He says, I basically got told I was too tall to be an actor. So to all those people, nice.
1: Never once said that, babe. No one ever said that to you. Sorry, literally not that. J14, my favorite website, just kidding. I literally am not should not be allowed to go there. It says, hey up there, how tall is Jacob Alordi really? See photos of the actor's height difference with Joey King, Kaya Gerber, and more. <laughs> I was, I did click. I did click.
0: You did click and then it was like, hey, how old are you? (laughs) Hey, what year were you born?
1: I type in my year and they're like, get out.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I type in like 1963.
1: They're like, shouldn't you be a carbone? (laughs) 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 No, I'm actually like too old for carbone somehow. Just kidding. I'm not too old I'm for Carbone. I'm too old for Carbone. Don't even bother coming to Carbone without getting the spicy rigatoni. It's insane. Also got the lobster ravioli and finished with the lemon cheesecake, Nutella tiramisu, and carrot cake. I don't care if you have to make a res three months in advance. You have to go here.
0: What I didn't realize is that Jacob Alordi is in the Anna de Armas Ben Affleck movie, Deep Water. He's the water. <laughs> He's the deep water. He's quite tall, so he can play the water.
1: He's a tall glass of cold water. Is that what they say? A cool water? You're he's a, a tall, tall glass, glass
0: of, of water. Ooh, you're a tall glass of deep water. That's yeah. what they say to Jacob Elordi. <laughs>
1: well, he's deep because he's tall.
0: Because he's tall, exactly. Yeah. He's the water. He's and then the Anadarmus gets lost in him, and then Ben Affleck is like, "Where are you lost in the deep water?" Do you know that? That's he's what the movie's about. I assume.
1: Still dating Kaya Gerber. Kaya Gerber. F-
0: I know that fell
1: off, kind of. But I mean, in terms of just <laughs> being, <laughs> she, she fell, she fell off a, a high platform right into Jacob Elordi's arms. No, she, she was like an it girl and fell off a little. She stopped doing stuff. Well, I
0: think, the pan- I think the pandemic sort of, like, put a lot of the supermodel, like, uh, mm. the supermodel click on hold.
1: She was hanging out with all those people. And then all of a sudden, she wasn't. I think she got a boyfriend yeah, no, no. and, like, was like, all right, I'm good.
0: I don't think you can say someone has, quote, fallen off if they're getting headlines like this in Us Weekly. Kaya Gerber and Jacob Alordi's laid-back couple style is seriously goals.
1: Is it hashtag goals or just goals? No,
0: just seriously goals. Just, like, word goals.
1: <sighs> yeah he was a he was like a capital T thing and then kissing booth three came out and and that like flew by people don't care and they as were much like right he's
0: now. too tall he's capital T tall we cannot make him a capital T today, a capital T thing it's not gonna work
1: nope sorry too tall too tall
0: so even though they've been together for a while they finally made their quote my, one of my favorite things that couples do is they make their quote red carpet debut um which they made their red carpet debut at that Motion Picture Academy Museum that opened. Um, that every you mean the one with the to. Barbara
1: Streisand like sky sky hallway? What the do you CGA. call those?
0: She was like, "I will not be leaving a sky bridge." She was like, Thank "I you. will not be leaving my mall." So I will not be. Barbara leaving my Streisand
1: mall. has a sky bridge named after her at the. Uh, first of all, I have to go to this museum. I'm. I'm, I'm oh, yeah, how I am like, I not there? Like it I looks need amazing. It. I don't even know what's in it. Is it like the fat suit for Mrs. Doubtfire? Like I don't even know. Like what is in this museum? Is it Lady Gaga's Oscar? I need to see it. What is there?
0: <laughs> I really don't care. It just looks like a cool building.
1: Anyways, Barbara Streisand posted a picture celebrating her sky. Her sky. What is it called? Sky Mall. Sky Bridge. Her Sky Bridge. Skybridge. Sorry, it just it's in Sky Bridge is an insane name for something. It's a hallway in the sky, I guess. But it's also <laughs> not. And it is a bridge, but Sky Bridge. Why don't we call all bridges Sky Bridges? Technically, they're all in the. I'm sky. I'm looking at
0: it again. It is the Barbara Streisand Bridge. And she captioned it "Outside my bridge at the Academy Museum, at the Academy Museum of Motion she Pictures." She
1: photoshopped herself into a director's chair outside the Sky Bridge, and I swear to God, I've seen the same photos of Barbara Streisand now photoshopped into so many photos that it's like I know her better than I know any woman on earth. Is this this photo of Barbara Streisand? And she gave it a photo credit. Who no? How? Nobody took this photo. Fo- this photo doesn't exist. Stop gaslighting me.
0: Well, the photographer, she she credited Fizz photo, F-I-Z photo. And the photographer, Fizz photo, also posted the photo and said, a pleasure to work again with the one and only Barbara Streisand on the occasion of the opening of the Academy Museum. Liar. Where she has made a generous contribution and has a bridge named liars. after her. But it's like, liar. which one, did liar. this person photograph the bridge and Barbara? Did the person just photograph Barbara and use a stock photo of the bridge? Liar. We don't know. These are all liars.
1: They think they're <laughs> taking us for fools and they're all liars. There's no way that Barbara Streisand is in that photo. At the bridge, she's been placed delicately in front of the bridge, and I gotta say, the Photoshop job isn't even that good. You could do better.
0: It's a terrible Photoshop job. The light one doesn't of those Photoshop match. Jobs. It's like. It's like conspiracy theorists who, like, look at photos of the moon yeah. and they're like, the shadow's going this way and it's going this way. Like, you could do that with this and be like, no, 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 no. Look at the direction of the shadow on her face.
1: I would literally go to my grave believing that this was a fake thing. Even if the entire world was like, no, it was real. Here's proof. Here's behind the scenes. Here's this. A scientist. Here's a scientist talking about the angles on this photo. Da, da, da. I'd say no. Well, you know. No.
0: Well, you know the biggest tell. The biggest tell is right at the bottom right. What? Because the director's chair is placed over the door, it's just placed <laughs> over the door. Scroll, zoom in. They don't even try to make this look real.
1: I'm just dying at the photo credit. The photo credit is truly the finest thing in the
0: world. <laughs> no, this is real. That looks great. I was definitely there. But truly, everyone was at this event. Uh, it was a, It was extremely. me share was there. Lady Gaga was there. Angela Bassett was there. Like very, very famous people were there. Plus, a lot of who's like Jacob alordi and
1: Jacob alordi and Kaya Gerber made their red carpet debut. At this mm-hmm. event.
3: Hi, Vogue. I'm Kaya Gerber. We're at the Carlisle. I'm getting ready for my first Met. Come on in.
0: Who else recently made red carpet debuts? There's a lot of relationship news this week, and we got a lot of red carpet debuts. You love a, a red carpet Anthony. debut. I love red carpet debuts. So we have Mark Anthony and Madhu Nicola. Who is no one? I was like, who is this? They got the page six no, headline. Mark who, Anthony who is and no girlfriend one. Madhu Nicola. <laughs> make PDA-filled red carpet debut. And I was like, who is this? Can't find anything about her. She seems pretty young. I found this story. Madhu Nicola grabbed the headlines after being spotted with Mark Anthony. Our Mark Anthony, detailed information about Nicola remains unavailable for now. She is estimated to be around 20, although her exact date of birth has not yet been revealed. She is of mixed ethnicity and is expected to hold American citizenship. It's the most like, robotic writing in the expected? world. Expected? Yes.
1: You shouldn't feel so bad because it says here that They didn't even know who she was. The way she was identified was that Mark Anthony's makeup artist, like, ID'd her. So.
0: And then we have, her Instagram is also private, so we can't even do anything there. Um, But they did kiss. They did kiss. Then we have another red carpet debut, which was strange because Tom Hiddleston and Zowie Ashton, who was a... Very prolific theater actor, yeah. like very serious theater actor in right. Britain. They met on the set of a play called Betrayal and it was a very sexy play a couple of years ago. They went to the Tonys together and every headline but Daily Mails was Tom Hiddleston and Zowie Ashton seemingly confirm relationship. E said Tom Hiddleston and Zowie Ashton appear to confirm their romance the Tony Awards, which I found a little strange. Why are we not giving them the benefit of the doubt?
1: But they weren't a photo. Why is they that? were walking the carpet together. You yeah, made they, were it seem like they it walked together. the carpet separately.
0: They you knew were who walking walked walking the carpet. You knew who
1: walked the carpet separately. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal and his girlfriend. Oh yeah. How do you feel about that?
0: That's true. The model.
1: Yeah. What's her name?
0: She's French. She's the model. Yeah. I love my Helix mattress. I love my Helix pillow. What else <laughs> is there to say about Helix? I freaking love it. <laughs> and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com/who. That's helixsleep.com/who. This is their best offer yet and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out the bed.
1: Your linens, sweeties, the lin it's time for- it's linen season, honey. Oh,
0: <laughs> oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life.
1: Not only am I pulling out my linen tops, my linen bottoms, my linen dresses, I'm putting on my linen sheets. I'm putting on my linen pillowcases. I'm just like, everything is linen because the weather's getting warmer. So it's time to say goodbye to jackets, sweaters, and hello to shorts, tees,
0: and linen. I know. I should probably buy... Some linen shorts from Quince. I have a Quince cotton duvet cover that I really like. Ooh, and it's warm. Ooh. It's it's warm in the cold months and it's cool in the warm months, which is sort of where I want my bedding to be, somewhere mm-hmm. in the middle. You and know? you
1: can get premium European linen from blouses, shorts, dresses from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And you get it for a good price because Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, they cut out the cost of the middlemen and pass the savings on to I you. I hate
0: middlemen. I hate and middlemen.
1: only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it.
0: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who. The best relationship news of the week is actually coming out of a memoir. And I never thought we'd talk about Elvira on this podcast. Elvira them, Cassandra Peterson who, I will say, but Elvira them. Yeah. Cassandra Peterson came out and said, you know what? I've been dating this woman for 19 years. But it is funny
1: when you try to explain who Elvira is, it's very difficult. Because you're like, who is she? And you're like, um like a Halloween character but like we don't have anyone else like her she's not like from a book or from a she's not Frankenstein and she's not you know Dracula and she's not um, she's her own thing she's her own like almost like camp drag John Carpenter-esque John Waters-esque icon but Mm -hmm. but I'm just saying you know she doesn't she's not really tied to any like tale here's a superhero with the biggest pair of all
3: you looking for me There she was, just walking down the street, singing. This Elvira is a slimy, slithering succubus, a concubine, a streetwalker, a tramp. Yes, she's got it
2: all. She's everything you've ever wanted in a
3: movie—a
1: woman. She's a hard. She's hard to describe. If you, if you did, I'm like, oh, Elvira, then. But if you didn't know who she was, and I tried to explain to you who Elvira was, you'd be like, I don't really understand, like, what that means. Mm-hmm. You'd be like she has uh big boobs and a, a hair like a hair, black hair and like- bangs.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, very like very really pronounced hard. cheekbones.
1: Right, like long nails. Anyway, she likes horror. In real life, Cassandra is a redhead.
0: I found that out. I found that out this week. I found out a lot of things about Cassandra this week.
1: So she wrote a memoir. It's coming out soon. It's called Yours Cruelly, Elvira, which I got a
0: great say, title. i love.
1: i mean a this woman title. makes her a lot of her money though also doing conventions which you have to mm-hmm. know and a lot of people when she revealed oh actually i'm i'm gay or she actually didn't say i'm gay she said i'm She's dating, dating a woman, a woman i'm yeah. i'm mm-hmm. dating a woman i've been dating her for 20 years she used to be my trainer her name is t and people like found t at her like with her at her mm-hmm. different signings they were like mm, i think that's t but then she put out a photo of t and was like yeah this is t this is Teresa."
0: she was my personal trainer yeah
1: It's also interesting because the reason why she said she didn't come out for so long was because Elvira was such a sexy kind of hetero
0: character. A hetero icon for sure. Yeah.
1: Although she had
0: plenty of like queer fans like Elvira sort of. No, I don't
1: mean. okay. I don't mean hetero icon. I just mean she was her whole thing was being like horny for dudes. Mm
0: -hmm. Right. (laughs) Like Elvira was like
1: kind of a horny character.
0: Right.
3: Besides besides Pee Wee, what kind (laughs) what kind of men do you date? Demand finding. Well, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I did. I, I have a pretty easy time finding guys. I mean, people are always writing letters to me, going, "Elvira, how can I meet a guy?" And you know, I just go like around six or seven at night. I walk up and down Sunset Boulevard, and I'm telling you, I have more guys than I can handle. <laughs> <laughs> and all these single girls can never find them. I don't know. Do any of them ever try to take you home to mother? Uh, yeah, a few. A few of them ha- have. Uh, the more they want me to kind of like be their mother, or I end up looking just like their mother when they get there believe me you'll never look like their mother not for another 25 years that's you realize when your body falls there's gonna be an earthquake Are you?
0: she says i felt the strangest and most worried about my lgbtq fans because i was thinking are they going to think i'm a big hypocrite and that i talk about coming out being in ur and i'm hiding this gigantic secret but she says everyone was very nice to her
1: of course it's nice yeah,
0: It was just one of those. It was a funny story because it's like, yeah, who would have thought that this many people cared about Elvira? You know? I mean, I guess it makes sense. But, like, we don't think it's about her. We perfect, don't talk about her. And then suddenly yeah, everyone was talking about Yeah, but it's, like, the
3: perfect
1: this year kind of, like, thing to, mm-hmm. you know. Everybody's like, we're so proud of you. That rules. Yay, Elvira. Her memoir is supposed to be good. There's also other a lot of other stuff in it that's not this. This was just the thing that most people talked about.
0: That's That's actually pretty sad and terrible. This is just the yeah, the, I mean, the happy news that was pulled out of it. There's
1: stuff that's a little bit sadder. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh there's an there's a review. Rich wrote a review in Jezebel about it, and he says there's some there's some juicy stuff as well.
0: hmm Juicy yeah. stuff of like famous people she had relationships with, but also like famous people who assaulted her. So it, yeah, she
1: was assaulted by Wilt Chamberlain.
0: It's not all like cutesy, cutesy tootsie in this memoir. Um But yeah, but that's This the thing is that,
1: the news that's being pulled out.
0: Mm-hmm. Speaking of relationships, Roxy Horner sends pulses racing as she poses naked in sizzling bathtub selfie during romantic getaway with boyfriend Jack Whitehall. Lindsay, I have two questions for you: Who is Roxy Horner and who is Jack Whitehall?
1: <laughs> I like vaguely know who Jack Whitehall is. Jack Whitehall is the guy that he's the he's the um, James Corden esque guy that the UK has been trying to make happen in the United States for a while. He's the now.
0: comedian that he's the UK comedian that they like, not the comedian that they wanted to ship out of the country and send. In exile and exile to the United States.
1: Excuse me. They liked James Corden for a while before he became unlikable and
0: then shipped to us. And they were like, we can't, we cannot deal with you anymore. Please go. Gavin and
1: Cece was like a popular show that people loved and watched. I mean, again, I don't really know like when the tides turned, but at some point James Corden was liked. At some point. Am I wrong? Anyways, Jack Whitehall is like a James Corden type in the idea that he's kind of a comedian host where he has been, he's a comedian, but he's done all these hosting gigs. And he had like a relatively big breakthrough because he was the sidekick in Jungle Cruise.
0: He was the guy in Jungle Cruise who came out and Disney was very proud that they had a coming out moment. But the coming out moment is not even a coming out moment. I'm going to quote Variety here because I have not seen Jungle Cruise. The headline is, Jungle Cruise star Jack Whitehall is proud of his gay characters coming out scene in the Disney film. So you expect a scene in which Jack Whitehall says... Actually I'm gay, actually I'm by, actually I'm this or that. But no, here's here's the line. Well he doesn't use the word gay. He says he broke off three engagements with women because his quote interests happily lay elsewhere. He goes on to say he would do anything for his sister Lily, Emily Blunt, because she was the only one who quote stood by him while he was shunned by family and friends because of who he loved.
1: I mean he's that's pretty that's pretty explicit, no? More explicit than the exclusively gay moment in uh, Beauty and the Beast.
0: It's not explicit enough.
1: Okay. It's not. explicit enough. What do you enough. want? Like, you want, I want like a kiss? I was saying you want like dick sucking or something. Do I want, want like...
0: penetration. We're gonna need penetration, <laughs> Disney.
1: Like, what do you want? Like, what do you want Jack Whitehall to do? Ugh. It's literally a Disney movie or something.
0: Emily Blunt being like, when our parents, when our parents found out that my brother was a bottom, like they kicked them out of the family. Right, and like, I what stood by want? him.
1: <laughs> what, what will be good enough for you? Like, truly.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want, I want, I don't want wink, wink, nod, nod. I want, like, kiss, kiss, thrust, thrust.
1: <laughs> okay, well, that's, I don't think that's going to happen. It's not going to happen. Uh, who? Jack Whitehall has
0: dated a lot of people, though. Jack Whitehall has dated Paris Hilton. He's yeah, dated he's a Kate a Regular Chav, right? Gemma Chan. I don't know what chav means. Who's now dating who? Dominic Cooper. Dominic West. Right? Dominic West.
1: Cooper, 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 Cooper. And then we have
0: West. Roxy Horner. Uh, once dated Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: Oh, yeah. she. That's a good one.
0: That's a really good one. And now,
1: one. how old is Roxy? Maybe I shouldn't do that math. I don't want to know. She dated him in 2016. Briefly, briefly, Lindsay, briefly, do the were... math.
0: If, here we go. Here we go. Don't even look how old she is now. If Roxy Horner dated Leonardo DiCaprio in 2016, how old is she now? Five years later.
1: Well, she definitely would... If she dated Leonardo DiCaprio in 2016, at that point she definitely was not younger. She's definitely not older than 26.
0: You you did a good job there. So, that puts her guess how old she would be now. She's not older than 26 in 2016. Is she 30? She's 30 years old now. <laughs> she dated <gasps> Leo when she Wait, was 25.
1: I fuck.
0: okay. Cuz that's what Leo does.
1: He's on a woman over 26. Yeah. Is that the age he it's like some off. eight it's pretty much eight to
0: 26. He cuts them off.
1: She had a encounter with him. Yeah. Oh, they were attached. They were smooching at Serendipity 3. Do you know that Selena Gomez partially owns Serendipity 3? Yeah, Fun I know that. fact.
0: We've talked about that.
1: She hung out with him and she had to hang out with Lucas Haas. That's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> Sounds miserable. <laughs> he really
1: only hangs out with the same guys. I kind of love that for him. He only has like the same three guys.
0: It's a little depressing. It's a little depressing. Yeah. Like, I don't think you're making new friends when you're Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: No, I mean you got the same guy. Why would you? Why would you have new people if you could just hang out with your guys? You
2: were very famously a member of the Pussy Posse. <laughs> yeah, or what? What? You, what channel is this so Leo DiCaprio, Tobey Maguire, David Blaine, all these guys. Who got the most pussy in the Pussy Posse? Well, <laughs> well, listen. First of all, if I could set that straight. Yeah. You know, that. That was, uh, uh, there was a New York Magazine article written yes. years ago, and the, the writer of the magazine coined that phrase. Got it, you so, guys didn't coin yourself uh, that. With my hand on the Bible, I swear to you, never, ever, ever in any capacity have yes. myself or any of our friends ever referred to ourselves as the pussy pussy. Yes. This guy wrote it, and it stuck. Got it.
0: But the answer is Leo. More relationships, we have a couple of, f- a three actually, three extremely depressing splits happened this week. Um,
1: Oh, wait. I would argue that none of them are depressing. Let's
0: get serious. Let's get serious. This is very sad. Elon Musk and Grimes broke up. No. They're semi-separated. They said they're semi-separated. Musk, like an idiot, like the idiot he is, actually spoke to Page Six and said, quote, we are semi-separated but still love each other. See each other frequently and are on great terms. It's mostly my work. At, it's mostly that my work at SpaceX and Tesla requires me to primarily be in Texas or traveling overseas, and her work is primarily in LA. She's staying with me now, and baby X is in the adjacent room. <laughs>
1: that is an amazing page six.
0: Elon, you don't have to respond to page six's emails.
1: Here's the thing, though. They're definitely not split up for good. Definitely no. not. This is a man who married his last wife twice and divorced her twice. So I'm just saying... I just don't see this as being a permanent break. In case you were wondering, Azealia Banks did comment on it and she doesn't disappoint. She said, Okay, girl, can we finally make those darn songs now that apartheid glide is out of the way?
0: <laughs> we were really supposed to eat. When those she hits,
1: up. she hits. When she misses, we cancel her. When she hits, she hits.
0: <laughs> when she hits, she's temporarily renewed.
1: Like I,
3: I actually dislike vegetables pointedly, but they're important to eat. It's just like vile. It's like broccoli. Like what the f- it's like actually disgusting. I don't know how anyone
0: eats it. And then you have two more splits. Unfortunately, I hate to break the news to you all. Jason derulo and Jennifer Rooms broke up after four months. Four months after the birth of their son, which is
1: Saw this coming a mile away. Four months after they had a baby.
0: Lindsay just did some digging and found out why they broke up. Well, we can speculate. We know exactly why they broke up. Because of this TikTok. Did you
1: put this?
2: There's a little bit left. Again? Are you still making dinner? No, you ate cereal!
0: It's a TikTok captioned Jennifer Hates When We Run Out of Milk, and Jenna goes to the. <laughs> Jenna goes to the fridge, opens the almond milk, finds out that it's empty, and then they fight each other with lightsabers. And she wins? That's the last straw.
1: It's it's truly like watching his TikToks is the reason why they split up. You can see exactly the reason why she's like, are you fucking
0: kidding me with and this? She's like, this is unsustainable. This is misery. Every day I wake up, I'm like, I'm in a nightmare. I'm living in a nightmare that starts at the crack of dawn. Derulo tweeted, he wrote, Jenna and I have decided to part ways. She is an amazing mother, but we feel being apart at this time will allow us to be the best versions of ourselves and the best parents we could be. And then he added, bliss, respect our privacy in this time. It's so
1: funny that his Instagram and TikTok have no, I mean, there's no evidence of, there's no like remnant of this. It's Twitter where you put like the boring shit. Twitter gets the like, you know, oh, we're breaking up.
0: And then TikTok, he is still posting his deranged videos. The one where he eats the blue apple and turns into a blue baby. Like, he breaks up with his girlfriend, the mother of his child, and then is like, gotta post. I still gotta post. Here's my TikTok of me eating a blue apple and turning into a blue baby. For no reason.
1: Even the the TikTok, even people who love TikTok are like, too much, you know? (laughs) Even they're like, "Mm, what's this? Stop this, please.
0: Please stop, please. Yeah, ooh, the mm, the best, but the saddest breakup i hate to report yet again tom cruise and Haley Atwell are over a source says that quote it just ran its course
1: ma'am we know they were never dating like i don't really understand this they were never dating they were never dating
0: they were filming mission impossible 7 Haley atwell and now it's it's over the relationship has run its course
1: God, and Insider told The Sun it had been very in- intense filming. They well, got along course. really well, but they have decided to go back to being friends. Then the Daily Mail, which I swear to God must get like one of those cartoon bags of cash from Tom Cruise every day. Like, you know, one of those like sacks with the, with the money sign on it, you know, mm-hmm. just – candid discreetly right up to the top floor. Tom Cruise 59 will have to continue working with this co star, Hilly Atwell 39, as finishing touches are put on Mission Impossible 7. Amid claims, the couple have split. And this entire article is just how difficult it's going to be for them to work together because they dated, which they didn't.
0: <laughs> Ignoring the obvious. This is a what, fucked the, up you story. You mean
1: the 100 the pound Tom Cruise in the room? Yeah. Sorry. Okay, that was one thousand know I mean? pound the, Tom Cruise in the room. The, the one thousand, 000... <laughs> yeah, yeah. The
0: thousand pound Tom Cruise in the room, ignoring that. The things we know about Tom Cruise are that, and also that he's the most professional actor like on the face of the planet. He, no one is more yeah. of a robot whenever they are on set. Tom Cruise is not going to be uncomfortable in any situation when he is filming a movie, especially his movie. You know, like you can't tell me that he is like a consummate professional. Every single time he films something, every one of his co stars is like, he's wasn't a pro. He just he's a pro. He's
1: literally yelling at the crew for their cr- COVID, COVID stuff. Protocols. He doesn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah. He- no. Since when does he give a shit?
0: Anyway, they're split, in case you were wondering.
1: I wasn't even wondering if they were together. Well, now we
0: can push this 1,000 pound Tom Cruise out of the room and then um, give a couple more relationship updates. Megan King, formerly Megan King Edmonds, is now dating Joe Biden's nephew, Cuff Biden, actually. Cuff Biden Owens, potentially Cuffy Biden Owens. We couldn't find out for sure how to pronounce this person's name. Lindsay thinks it's Cuffy.
1: I think it's Cuffy.
0: I think it's just Cuff.
1: No. I think
0: think we can agree on one thing it's stupid.
1: (laughs) Trying my best to avoid any cheesy introductions, Megan King captioned a photo of herself with new beau, Cuffy Biden Owens, the son (laughs) of Biden's sister, Valerie. Valerie, I guess, has been a a strategic person on his campaigns like since the beginning of time, too. So it's like, She's big part of the thing, but I didn't. Still, there's still nothing to know about Cuffy her He's son. a
0: lawyer. I like this tweet from Brandi Jensen Joe Biden has a nephew named Cuffy, and he looks like an ethically non monogamous Reiki instructor. LMAO. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he does. That says it all. He does. That says it all. Megan King was on Housewives. Mm-hmm. She had a husband who cheated on her. They have a mm-hmm. bunch of kids together. Uh, then she dated some guy named like, Will Roos. Will
0: Roos. And they were together up until just now. They get a lot of headlines, it was like, Megan Edmonds and Will Roos, and every time I saw the the headlines about Megan Edmonds and Will Roos, I'd be like, I forgot who she is, and I can't even begin to understand who someone named Will Roos is but apparently the they're
1: intimate none. knowledge podcast host. She apparently has a podcast called mm-hmm. Intimate Knowledge.
3: Hi everyone, this is Brooke Burke and you're listening to Intimate Knowledge and I am so excited. This
1: is our premiere episode and I'm sitting in a sexy bungalow in Santa Monica right now with Megan King Edmonds. She is amazing. I'm so excited Aww, to collaborate with you. So on happy this to be sitting here. Project. It's a long time coming, but we are here. Cuffy Biden Owens really looks like he's about to try and sell you some sort of yoga mat and mm. then Stick you with the bill for dinner, but dinner is at that Gratitude Cafe in California or whatever. And he ordered a twenty. He ordered a twenty dollars smoothie.
0: He looks like someone who's going to be the subject of a really compelling five-part Netflix documentary series <laughs> in like six years. <laughs> whatever happened to whatever?
1: Uh, Jared Leto is already like preparing to play the role. He's already like studying this man.
0: Yeah, there's something very. There's something very um Waco esque about this guy and not in the uh <laughs> not in the chipgane Chip sense, sense, but in the David Koresh sense, like yeah. <laughs> you know? It's Wacoian yeah. in that way. Everything you need to know about Megan Edmonds, I think can be summed up in this phrase, okay? The exes who tied the knot in October twenty fourteen share daughter Aspen, four and a half. She has a daughter named Aspen. What more can you say about Megan Edmonds?
1: What else do I need to know?
0: Exactly. <laughs> As viewers have seen on The Real Housewives of Orange County, I have bought and sold several homes and moved several times. And I know what it's like to work with a lot of different realtors. And that's why I love Tracy and Rick Ellis. They are the best, down to earth, engaging, just comfortable to be around. When my
1: friends ask me who I use to buy and sell a home, I tell them Rick and Tracy Ellis at tracyellis.com.
0: Okay, let's stop talking about relationships. Let's talk about Nicole Kidman's sister. Why is she... (laughs) Why do we care about Antonia Kidman? Can you answer this question? Nicole
1: Kidman's sister is literally getting her own article in the Daily Mail, but I couldn't figure out why, and I was asking Bobby to try and figure
0: it out. Well, I found out why, but even when you find out why, it doesn't help anything. So, Are we supposed
1: to be talking about Nicole Kidman's sister?
0: Apparently, we're supposed to be talking about Nicole Kidman's sister, Antonia Kidman, who was a family lawyer. She's not even a famous person. She's not even like... Elena well, Ora. She's not even not. like her, She's her sister's Kidman's manager. sister,
1: Antonia Kidman.
0: She's just a lawyer in Australia. She's not famous. She's a lawyer. But you know, she gets headlines Daily Australia all
1: Australia the time. Is writing about her because she was written about in the Daily Telegraph, I guess, in a roundup of like vaguely famous people-ish famous people who and how they were dealing with isolation,
3: Mm -hmm. lockdown,
1: because Australia is doing a lot of lockdown stuff.
0: It says, The Sunday Telegraph has spoken to public figures about their life on lockdown, including Antonia Kidman, Gogglebox couple Sarah Marie and Maddie, singer Samantha Jade, stage performer Zoe Gertz, media personality Sammy Lucas, or former cricketer Michael Clarke. So she's among these people. But the only one people pulled out was Antonia Kidman.
3: I'm Antonia Kidman, and welcome to the Power and Style of Ashtanga Yoga. Ashtanga is one of the most popular forms of yoga. This video will show you how to improve your shape, flexibility, and well-being. Antonia Kidman's Power and Style of Ashtanga Yoga. Out now with free yoga workout book.
0: How is she coping? She's gardening. Yeah, she's well, of gardening. Of course
1: they pulled it out. It's Nicole Kidman's sister. She's, mm. the f- she's a journalist. Oh, well, she's a lawyer. It says journalist.
0: She's a journalist turned lawyer. Okay. (laughs) and her family's favorite comfort recipes are banana bread prawn pasta and chicken curry one of the captions is her painting her house and it says antonia kidman painting the house
3: (laughs) hi there antonia kidman from w's the bigger things are you still hanging on to this old thing this June, it's time to make the big switch to Foxtel Digital. Call 13199 now and find out for yourself just how affordable Digital really is. And be watching Fox 8 weeknights and Sundays this June to see if you've won the big switch sweepstakes. So make a big switch this June call 13199.
0: Moving on, Jeannie Mai is pregnant and had, I think, some of the best pregnancy announcement photos I've ever seen.
1: Well, weren't they like they were in Greece?
0: They, I I think they were in Greece. It looked like they were in like- um, They
1: were, like Mykonos.
0: Yeah, Mykonos. It looked like Mykonos. Absolutely gorgeous.
3: Yeah, that's right. And we are expecting great things. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I can definitely say that our real fam is growing. And it's been really hard to keep all of these secrets for you guys, because we had so much to reveal here at the show, including the fact that I am pregnant. (laughs)
1: She's having a baby. And in true Jeannie Mai fashion, though, it's not without drama.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Her messy ex is talking trash. Freddie? Jeannie Mai's ex-husband says he upgraded from trash after pregnancy reveal. Oh, my God. Like, get a life.
0: Get a life. Get a life. Using language like that and calling your ex trashy? Come on. He says,
1: best decision i ever made. Congratulations to... Being truly happy is an amazing feeling, love my little family. Wait, who is he saying congratulations to? Not to Genie, to himself.
0: Yes. Being truly happy is an amazing feeling. Love my little family. He's congratulating uh, himself.
1: The comment was deleted, obviously, because yes. it's an idiotic thing to say. But she's gotten she's gotten shit from him and his new wife or whatever for a while now.
0: We're happy for Genie, my
1: But then did you see Lonnie in the comments defended her? Lonnie came for him.
0: Oh Lonnie came for Freddie? Good. What yeah. did Lonnie write?
1: Lonnie said in a separate comment regarding the alleged uh, diss, the comedian tagged Jeannie's ex by his IG handle and wrote, Auntie Lonnie here, this sounds like a woman answering. At the Hollywood Hunter, you're better than this. We were happy for your children being born, so show the same grace to baby Jenkins. So she accused the girlfriend or the wife, his new wife, of commenting that, not him.
0: Oh, that's that's, Auntie that's a Lonnie here, year I, I do
1: love that Lonnie and Jeannie are like obviously close enough where this is the kind of comment. Like she's been through the whole thing with Jeannie.
0: Like meanwhile, meanwhile, everyone on The View, if this happened to someone on The View, they would be like, Cosign. <laughs> At Meghan McCain, Cosign.
1: Off the bus. Wait, speaking of The View... They're throwing uh, each other off the show the because view.
0: they're testing. They tested positive for COVID during. Well, the they're recording. not throwing
1: each other. The producers are throwing them off the stage they immediately. Like, Please leave the off stage.
0: Stage. Ana Navarro and Sonny Hostin were just like whisked off the set because they tested positive during filming. I need,
3: uh, the two of you to
1: step off for a second. Okay.
3: Anna and, and uh and, and we're gonna bring you back later. Have to okay. leave. Yeah. Yes. And we'll tell you why. More information later. It's a tease. We'll ta- tell you why in a couple of minutes. Okay. So shall I introduce the vice president? Yes. Okay. So vice president. No. Nope. Okay. Shall we dance? Let's do a tap dance.
1: And then Joy Behar had to like prove prove pr- her comedy skills by doing like a, a hot ten or something. She had to be like really she had to really go off. <laughs> Figure out, she's like, so uh, where are you from? Who's here from out of town? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like COVID is just like, not to say there's some sort of thing as like natural immunity to COVID, but I feel like COVID would be very scared of Joy Behar. <laughs> it's like, no, <laughs> we're passing. <laughs>
1: COVID's like, mm, no, no, thanks Bye. not getting involved. Not getting involved <laughs> in this body.
0: Not <laughs> I'm not getting involved. But back to kids, speaking of pregnancies, did you see this? I love this. Nick Cannon says he will take a break from having kids. Therapist suggested he, quote, should be celibate.
1: <laughs> Wait, I like that you skipped over KJ Apa is a kid, has a kid. Neve Shulman has another kid. Who I can't cares? talk about
0: KJ Apa's fatherhood, and I cannot talk about Neve Shulman's third Nick kid. Nick Cannon's with therapist Proongo.
1: said, please stop having children. Enough already.
0: And then Nick Cannon can't keep anything to himself from opinions to sperm. So he was like, people, here's what happened. My therapist Nick said Hammond's, I should stop having kids.
1: Nick Cannon's got more sperm out there than the Green Knight. Am I right?
0: Mm-hmm. You remember that? That's really remember good. That? That's really Anyone good. Anyone
1: seen The Green Knight?
0: It's coming. It's it. not The Green Knight sperm. It wasn't The Green Knight sperm.
1: It's Dev Patel. I know Dev, Dev Patel, Patel is The Green Knight. But, you, but this is one of those things where it's like you think, it's called The Green Knight. far stars Dev Patel. But I know Dev Patel is not playing The Green Knight. But it's mm-hmm. like, he basically, he, he kind of is. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. Yeah. In memory. In our in our mind's eye, he's playing The
0: Green Knight. Yeah.
1: Like, if The Green Knight sperm wasn't it, it'd be like tree sap, right? Because he's like a tree man.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So... Anyway, he didn't say this to people. He said this to entertainment tonight, but he said, "I'm not sitting out here planning it. My therapist says I should be se- I should be celibate." Okay, give me a break, bus. Give me a break. Wait. Give me a break, bus. Is he like <laughs> give me a break bus that's a joke i don't really get it i'm gonna take a break from having put him on a
1: bus and take him somewhere else he stops getting women pregnant i Mm
0: don't know but he said i come from a big family i have several siblings and being raised in an unorthodox family by my grandparents at times i've experienced such a wide range of upbringing that i have a love and passion for kids and family i want a big family too the lord has blessed me with what i asked ask and you shall receive
1: he's trying to be he's trying to pull a wendy because he says he wants to talk about him if he's in the papers he wants to talk about himself on his talk
0: show yes exactly
1: I'm gonna be talking for an hour, and every day, hopefully, people get to know me in a very intimate way. If I'm in the headlines, I'm definitely gonna talk about it.
0: Um, so, what's this about Lil baby being sold a fake watch?
1: Not duh baby, lil baby mm-hmm. was sold a fake, a fake watch, a fake Patek Philippe, which is apparently a very expensive watch. He was sold it uh, a 40th anniversary Nautilus, uh, but it was fake. Watch and what he posted it, mm-hmm. he wore it to the Met Gala.
0: And was someone like, that's fake?
1: And watch people were like, mm, that's like literally fake. And then he was like so embarrassed that he publicly called out the jeweler who sold him the watch. And the jeweler said he sold the, him a fake by accident.
0: By accident? Is he getting his money yeah. back?
1: He apologized. Yeah, he gave him his money back and gave Ugh. him three free diamond rings.
0: I guess that's fair. I love when a brand is so expensive that I've literally never heard of it.
1: To be fair, the funny thing about this is that TMZ is, like, the only one covering this. And they've done now mo- multiple articles about the fact that the, the jeweler is, like, apologizing and, like, this was such a misunderstanding and he didn't know and, like, sorry to little baby. Mm-hmm. TMZ is obsessed with the celebrity jeweler, I do have to say.
0: Yeah. The most expensive Patek Philippe watch ever sold went down at an auction in Geneva in 2019 with the Grandmaster Chime selling for a whopping $31 million dollars.
2: Yeah. It's ridiculous.
0: My next essential will have to be my jury. Love jury.
2: And I got a crazy collection of jury in it. <laughs> Maybe because of my career, me being a rapper. Once I get old and stuff, I think I'm gonna hang it up. It's not as fun to me as it used to be, but I'm definitely, definitely still an essential.
1: Wait, so Tarek has celiac?
0: Tarek has celiac.
1: Oh my God, Tarek's celiac? <laughs> You're telling me Tarek is celiac?
0: Tarek has celiac.
1: No, you're saying t- you're telling me that Tarek is celiac.
0: Yes, but the way that this <laughs> happened, I just like tell me if you find this bizarre. I don't. This news broke. <laughs> this news broke via Heather Ray Young's Instagram, posting a clip from an episode of Flipping One Hundred and One in which Tarek is diagnosed with celiac on camera. And I'm just like, what is this show? What? What are? It's so funny that HGTV has gone from house flipping. To just reality TV shows about the house flippers. Like, that's just an interesting evolution. So we have this caption, tonight's new episode of Flipping 101 is a really important one. And not just because you get to learn from the mistakes of the novice renovators, but also because you'll get to learn about Tarek's diagnosis with celiac disease. No,
1: I will not be tuning in for that. Like, I hate this. I'm like trying to watch like- A renovation I'm just show. trying to numb my brain and watch some guy like replace the shingles on a house. And then it's like, well, now we have to learn about celiac disease. The big reveal on this is that Tarek didn't know what celiac was.
0: He didn't know what celiac was.
1: So Tarek just like had diarrhea his whole life and didn't know why
0: it said we knew something was making him extra inflamed and I was worried about this because as a lot of you might know Tarek has had two types of cancers in the past and I wanted to be one step ahead of anything because obviously I wanted to be I wanted to live forever and be as healthy as possible heart emoji Mm, so we started running a bunch of blood tests on him and finally our amazing doctor was able to diagnose him you'll see all the behind the scenes of this and so much more on tonight's episode of flipping 101
1: nobody wants to see this I want to see a house be flipped. it turns out you have celiac
3: you don't even know
2: what
0: no that idea. is. No, no idea what that is. <laughs> so I just found right. no gluten.
3: Yes. Yeah.
0: I wasn't really expecting that news, and it's just going to be a really big change for me. What, when I turn on HDTV, I want to hear a parent say, "Well, I want to be able to keep an eye on the kids when I'm in the kitchen, so we're going to need an open floor plan. Like that's what yeah. I want from HDTV." Instead,
1: you're getting, "Trek, let's go to the hospital and talk about celiac."
0: We, uh, a few weeks ago, Lindsay and I and a couple of friends were watching. <laughs> were watching. A movie at her house and we brought crackers and one of our friends is gluten-free because he has celiac and we brought two types of crackers gluten-free ones and normal crackers non-gluten-free mm-hmm. ones like crackers filled mm-hmm. with gluten and we took them out of the packages and then <laughs> we unable to tell which ones were which and our poor oh, celiac yeah. friend was, was unable so to... fu-
1: that was so fucked up the crackers were too good
0: the crackers were too good and because we took them out of the package and disposed of the packaging it didn't know the difference he couldn't eat any other crackers <laughs>
1: I felt so bad.
0: Having celiac is very, very tough. I understand that, but...
1: Especially when all the crackers look alike. We kept trying to taste test the crackers to be like, which ones taste like shit? (laughs) Those will be the celiac ones. But they were kind of good. Both versions. Both of
0: them were really good.
1: I'm seeing Eyes of Tanny Faye with our celiac friend tonight.
0: Oh, that's exciting.
1: I wonder what he'll get at the movie theater. Something gluten-free, I bet. Popcorns GF.
0: Popcorns oh, GF. Oh, happy
1: for him.
0: Yeah, yeah. Popcorns GF. So it's like White Claw. Brooke Shields, 56, and her lookalike daughter Greer Henchy, 15, pose up a storm and pout for the cameras in chic leather pantsuits suits as they arrive for a Milan Fashion Week show. Shouldn't she be in school? No offense. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, also
1: I have to say, isn't hasn't Brooke Shields spent the last 20 years talking about how she was too famous, too young, and didn't wasn't a fan of it and like didn't like it?
0: Yep. Remember?
1: That's interesting. Like she, that's been her. That's been her talking point for like 45 years. Now you're telling me that Greer that Greer Henchy is posing up a storm. First of all, you're
0: telling me that she has a child named Greer, is Second of all, that you're right. She's breaking her own rule. It is sort of surprising that whenever she's talking about, you know, how traumatic child stardom can be, to have her bring her child to a high-profile event is a little surprising.
3: Brooke, what are your measurements? I'm 5'10 and 120. I, don't, I think when people see you, they don't realize how tall and slim you are. Let me stand up with you, because I'm 5'5", I'm five five and I'm wearing high heels. Okay. My heels are probably, well, maybe not as high so as stand, So stand, because we haven't really seen you standing next to someone. No. Very hard yeah. when you've got a little kid this size to keep, to keep, her, keep yes. her down to size, isn't it? My dad's really tall, so he's Your dad is 6'7". Six, six, seven. Seven.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Also surprising, wearing a tablecloth to Craig's.
1: No, she actually didn't wear that. I, you keep. She didn't wear the tablecloth to Craig's. She left. She wore the tablecloth from Craig's. Oh,
0: so she went to Craig's. She wore
1: a dress to, to Craig's,
0: Craig. and then she left in the tablecloth.
1: Kathy Hilton, who is like making a splash on the Beverly Hills Housewives this season for mm-hmm. being very funny, but also just like a space cadet and very mm-hmm. uh, interesting personality. So mm-hmm. I think that's. But that's how. That's what gets you kind of to be this cult hero on that show I see. is that you're I just see. like a little freak anyways she wore a tablecloth from Craig's like they got her going in and they got her coming back and the best part is that when when they asked oh what is she wearing is that a tablecloth she said her friend said it's Galliano but then they zoomed in and there's literally a tag that's like I'm a tablecloth you know like <laughs> I'm not a dress <laughs> that you can see so then I'm she had tab- to go on Instagram I mean I don't need a tag live. to see that this
0: is a tablecloth
1: she literally went Instagram Live and she explained the whole situation. It was
3: so hot and I was on stage, actually participating for two hours in the auction. And I was roasting and roasting and roasting. And this is the dress that I had on. And this dress here is, what would you, this is a wool dress, so. My friend here, Vera, Vera, come say hi. Oh, we went across the street after to have dinner.
2: Hey. This is Vera. Hi.
3: Vera is my my best friend and she's my designer. And we ran in and grabbed a burger and the air conditioning was on so high that I went in and I had to take my dress off. She brought in this tablecloth. See the makeup there and the tag? And, and she like made it, big. she made it like Like, it was a sarong, like, from the south of France.
0: And a tablecloth is a little cooler. Okay, that's good to know. Next time I'm too hot.
1: In true, Kathy, like, you know this woman is surrounded by people who are just fixers for her. Like, people Mm -hmm. who just fix stuff, right? She's got Faye Resnick on one arm and the other arm she's got Elliot Mintz, who Mm -hmm. is a, like, 70-something classic publicist or whatever yeah, we've like, definitely
0: talked about this guy before Yeah, have we yeah
1: well he's fascinating because he represented um john and yoko in the 70s that was his big thing but then he was paris hilton's publicist for a while and he took the fall for her when she was caught driving with a suspended license apparently she said basically to get out of the she told the court oh my publicist never told me the rules of like what you can and can't do Clearly, the rules are you can't drive with a suspended <laughs> right. license. It's like the one thing you can't do. She basically blamed him, and he took the fall for her. He took
0: the fall and was like, I'm sorry. It was my fault. You're right. It was my fault. And then fault. she
1: fired him like mm-hmm. in this like play, essentially. And now, on his Instagram bio, it says, I used to interview people on the radio and television. Then I became a media consultant. For the past two years, I have been representing Paris Jackson. I think she's okay. his only client.
0: Maybe that's enough.
1: He he represents Paris Jackson now.
0: Moving on. Before we move on to Rita, what happened to Macy Gray? Is she a who now or is she a them?
1: Macy Gray is a who. Are you kidding? When was Macy Gray ever a them? Maybe when she like wore the dress. Just kidding. I don't even think that was it. By my album dress.
0: She was on The Masked Singer Australia, was unmasked. Like she's
1: not even on the Masked Singer U- US. She's on I The Mass Singer kind of Australia.
0: Crazy. Yes.
1: Massinger Singer U.S. is getting like kind of A-listers sometimes. Well, at least B-plus listers. And like thems. But Macy Gray is like reg down under. They're like throwing her down under.
0: And she was she was uh, Atlantis on the Mass Singer Australia, which was kind of a beautiful costume, to be honest. And when she was unmasked, she refused to leave. It says, one of the show's judges, Dave Hughes-A-Hughes, said Macy, 54, quote, refused to leave despite being told it was time to take off her mask and say goodbye. Quote, Macy Gray had such passion for the mask singer that when she was told she had to leave the show, which you saw last night, she refused to leave the show. She said, no, I'm continuing in the show. And there had to be a discussion which went on for quite a while as to, quote, no, you have to leave. She said, no, I'm not leaving. And they said, the thing is, we can't do the end of the show unless the head comes off. (laughs) (laughs) She's responding. (laughs) I mean, they say. Co-host Ed Cavalli said, so she had the head on and they're saying, hey, Macy slash Atlantis, we need you to take the head off so you can go. And she's responding, quote, no, I'm keeping the head on. I like Macy Gray refusing to take off her mask is pretty funny. They tried to get her to say goodbye and she choked.
1: (laughs) God, she tried to walk away, but she stumbled.
0: God, that's stupid. Comedian Ursula Carlson. All of these names. It's like I'm reading. It's like I'm reading another language. Comedian Ursula Carlson guessed Atlantis correctly, while the other judges incorrectly guessed Rihanna, Noni Hazelhurst, and Bonnie Tyler.
1: Noni Hazelhurst
0: and the Bonnie Tyler.
1: Wait, I'm sorry. They heard Macy Gray and they guessed Rihanna, Noni Hazelhurst, and Bonnie Tyler.
2: This is it. One final chance, everybody. Who is Atlantis? Who is behind the mask, Danny Minogue?
3: I have changed my mind. I'm gonna say, this is a beautiful Welsh singer. She worked in a grocery shop, so she said, don't confuse me with uh, a shop girl. I'm gonna say, this is Bonnie Tyler.
2: Massive superstar. Dave, who's behind the mask? Look, I am confident it's an international superstar. The one and only, Rihanna. Oh my goodness. Jackie, who is this? Who's behind the mask?
1: I'm locking in
0: Noni Hazelhurst.
2: <laughs> Ursula Carlson. Yes.
1: Who is this?
2: Who is Atlantis?
1: Alright, well, like the fellow panelists here, I also think it's a superstar. So yeah, I'm locking in Delta Goodrum.
2: <laughs> Big names all round. Do our panel have it? Are they off the mark?
3: Let's do it, Australia. Take it. What was she wearing? Where was she seen? She posted what on Instagram? She's the Who Queen. Tens of people want to know all about the number one Who. Lindsay, Bobby, tell us now. What's Rita Ora up to? is
1: this woman for richer or for poorer that's a good headline rita ora sparks engagement rumors as she's pictured with a ring on her finger after covering it up with emoji they're engaged you think so
0: i'm not even i i I do not question this for one second they're engaged
1: really but they're gonna make a huge deal she's gonna make a huge deal of it if that's the case i mean it's not okay yep
0: she's gonna make a huge deal of it he's gonna make a huge deal of it they're gonna get married it's gonna be huge it's gonna be oh the no, best wedding of all time. Are
1: you really predicting this? Okay, yeah, I'm predicting I don't know. It. I think they're engaged. I don't know.
0: She covered up the ring with an emoji. Why else would
1: you do oh, that? Okay, well I don't know. It's unclear.
0: And she covered it up not to be like she probably wants to reveal the ring in another post. It's not that she's like trying to hide the fact that she's engaged because otherwise you wouldn't cover it up with an emoji. It. Yeah, she doesn't care. She doesn't care. She wants the attention. She also looked
1: quirky in a red fur hat before donning an LED light therapy face mask as she shares slew of playful snaps from her LA studio. Yeah, she's back. She's making music, which is important to us.
0: Thank God.
1: I don't know how much work she's doing because all she's doing is taking photos of herself, but that's okay.
0: I like the photo of her that says the face of confusion.
1: Uh, She also, her abs looked super sculpted in a psychedelic print bikini in new Instagram photos. She's all about circuit training. I, okay.
0: She's playing the Eiffel Tower. She's playing the Eiffel Tower right <laughs> after our San Francisco show, which again, you can buy tickets to at Who Weekly, dot us, And with that, we're done with the episode. Thank you for listening to another episode of Who Weekly. Call in at 619 Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns for our Friday show. Thank you to Katie and Eric of The Who's for providing our Rita theme song. Thank you to our research assistant, Timmy, for providing research assistance. And uh, thank you for listening this far. Have a great week. We'll see you on Friday. Bye.
2: Bye. You will, know. Hey.
3: Hey. Hey. How be famous?